Hi, I'm Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. On today's show, I am featuring the film Dream Horse, and I am joined by Janet Vokes, and she's got a lot to say about the backstory of this film. I had a chance to screen the film. I absolutely loved it. It is so moving, and it stars Tony Collette, Damian Lewis, Owen Teal, Joanna Page, and so many other great cast members. Welcome to the show. Hi. Janet, tell me about the backstory of this film, because it is based on a true story. Yes, it's based on a true story. We um, actually bred Dream Alliance on a small allotment. Um, we didn't expect. We, we were hoping to breed a horse to win a race. Well, at least to race anyway. And he had quite a, an interesting career. And then he had an accident at Aintree, which partly severed one of his tendons. Well, we were told he would never race again. But the syndicate, because we loved the horse so much, we uh, decided that he should have stem cell surgery. £20,000 worth of stem cell surgery and 18 months rehabilitation. And he came back and he won the Welsh uh, National for us. Mm. So yeah. I, I believe he's the only horse that have come back from stem cell surgery and actually won a race. I was going to ask that because I thought that was so unusual. I've never heard of anything like that before. I, I believe I believe I'm right in saying that he's the only one that has come back and actually won a race. Yeah. I'm going to just read the synopsis, if that's okay with you. Yeah. The film tells the inspiring true story of Dream Alliance, an unlikely racehorse bred by small-town Welsh bartender Jan Vokes, Academy Award nominee Tony Collette, plays your role. With very little money and no experience, Jan convinced her neighbors to chip in their meager earnings to help raise Dream in the hopes he can compete with the racing elites. The group's investment pays off as Dream rises through the ranks with grit and determination and goes on to race in the Welsh Grand National showing the heart of a true champion. What was your feeling like when you saw the film? It's strange to see yourself, but it's not really yourself. It, it was, yeah. um, I mean, my father was a coal miner and I was brought up in a little mining village in the valleys. Mm -hmm. So for my life story to be played on the screen by an A-listed actress, it was just unbelievable. Sure. Um, it's hard to explain. It's, it's, it, it was really awesome. Mm. Is it for the want of a better word? It, it was lovely to see. Yeah. And she did a really good job considering she's Australian. She yes. took me off really well and she didn't do bad with a Welsh accent. <laughs> <laughs> and Damien Lewis was fantastic as well. Everybody else yeah. was too. Yeah. And they were such lovely, lovely people down to earth, easy to talk to. They were, they, they were a really lovely cast of actors, to be fair. That's wonderful. And was it set in the same setting or a similar setting? Similar. Where, where we actually live, where we have our allotment, because we've still got horses on the allotment now, um, there, there wasn't enough room for them to bring all the, the vans and all the paraphernalia they needed. So it's, uh, it was actually filmed higher up the valley okay. in Blaenavon. 
but it is very similar, very similar ter terrain. They built an allotment there to match the one that we have down in Kevin Forest. So it was done in the Welsh Valleys, yeah. In the Welsh Valley. Was it a long time shooting this film? No, it was, um, I think it was about six weeks. That's it. Once they started actually filming, yeah, I don't think it was, yeah, it was only about six weeks. It's amazing. I want yeah. to mention that the film opens nationwide on May 21st, which is just in two days. It's on demand yeah. June 11th. I put the trailer up on my show blog here on KUCI, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And I'm going to explain my show, Get the Funk Out, is really based on giving people a platform to share things, films and books and things like that that are uplifting. And in what way did this horse bring such joy to you and the others? Um, it gave you something to look forward to. I'm, I'm actually a cleaner. That's my job. But when the horse was racing, you weren't, I wasn't a cleaner anymore. I was a racehorse owner and you went to the races and you were treated exactly the same as everybody else, whether you had five pound in your pocket or five million in your bank account. It didn't really matter. It gave you, um, and of course, in where we live, once all the mines closed, the, no work, you know, people didn't have, didn't really have a lot. And the horse gave them interest because the, what we call the bookies, where they would go to put a bet on the horse, when he was running, the traffic would be stopped in the road because they, they'd all be outside the bookies waiting to see if he'd won. It, he, he brought a lot of pleasure to a lot of people. There was a line that Tony said, I think I had written it down, but it's that dream gave people something, some meaning and purpose to get up in the morning. Yeah. He did that for me. Um, at the time when we had dream, both my parents were ill. They were housebound. I was working in two jobs, 64 hours a week, because at oh the time gosh. I was, yeah, I was managing a licensed premises. Plus I was working in a local supermarket early in the mornings and there would be some very dark days, but he gave you um Give you a reason to get up and get on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I loved in the film how, and I'm not going to give things away, but I loved how it brought people together to have the same sense of purpose and meaning and excitement. Yes. Yeah. It was lovely because they would be in the local club or yes. pub or they'd be in the, in the bookies watching him on the television because, of course, not everybody could go to the races. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, they would. And when he won the Welsh National, if you heard people talk, I think every man and his dog from Wales were at the races that day because it was it, it was it was big news. It was big news in the valleys, and yeah, it was lovely. Yeah, Such it put it put the village on the map. <laughs> Did it really? I can believe that. Yeah, yeah. we um, on the on the day we. We came from the race course and we went into a local pub to have a meal and all enjoy the, you know, photographs taken with the cap and one thing and another. And when we came out to the pub, all our phones were bouncing. We were being contacted by Sky, BBC, ITV. Wow. Yeah, it was it was it was a real experience. 
When was this? Uh, in 2009, when he actually won the race. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. And then he ended up uh, retiring in 2012, yes, yeah. was it? Uh, yeah, we found out that he went to the, the Grand National at Aintree mm-hmm. in 2010. And he was doing really well. He was going, going around really well. And then all of a sudden he stopped. And we discovered that um, he was actually bursting blood vessels. So, so um, he tried on a few small races. We didn't put him in anything big like that again. We tried him on a, one or two smaller races, but no, he'd had enough. So we retired him. He's still alive and he's doing really well. You've got Aww. a lovely home. Yeah, and you've got a lovely home and he's happily enjoying his retirement, which he deserved. That is beautiful. Yeah. I always hear stories if a horse gets injured, they put him down. Oh no, he was part of uh, he was part of the community. In all fairness, he had 23 owners, and every single one of them said he should have the operation. Even if he couldn't race again, he should have a quality of life for his retirement. Oh, 23 owners. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Do you get a lot of people wanting to visit him? Well, he's not, he doesn't actually live with us now. He lives with, um, he retired to the young girl that looked after him when he was in the um, stables with Philip Hobbs. Okay. This, um, she wanted to take him and Beautiful. she did it. Yeah, she did a little bit of uh, show jumping with him and she tried a little bit of dressage, but now he just doesn't do anything. He just relaxes. So anybody who wants to go and visit him, they are welcome to go. That's so yeah. nice. Let me yeah. just give a shout out to the director, Euros Lynn, uh, written by Neil McKay, produced by Catherine Butler, Tracy O'Riordan, and uh, it has a runtime 113 minutes. There is a website and all the social tags, everything is on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Anything else you'd like to add about this film? I think it's a film not to be missed because it shows to people that if you have a dream, it doesn't matter how long it takes. As long as you keep going, you will achieve it. It took me a lifetime, but I achieved it in the end. It's beautiful. I, I have to say, I when I was watching the um, last 30 minutes of the film, I was so emotional and I'm not going to give anything away, but growing up, I really wasn't a big uh, I didn't have a big interest in horses, but I feel like this film will just give a different uh, insight to uh, people about this animal. It's a very special animal. I, I had nothing to do with with horses until yeah. I met my husband. Uh, we've been married 50 years this year. Oh, congratulations. Uh, yeah, and um, he had horses all his life from a youngster. So I knew that if... I wanted to marry him. I had to accept the horses. But that's one of the best things he brought into my life, I have to be honest. They're wonderful, wonderful animals. I know you end up finding out a different side to yourself, don't you? Yes, yeah. Really do. Mind you, I've always known my place in the pecking order. And the horses (laughs) come first. (laughs) Oh, you are wonderful. Well, I have really enjoyed this. And congratulations, Jan. Um, Thank you very much. The film is beautiful. Dream horse. Thank you.